From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Welcome back to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Once again, back weekly. Are you used to this weekly nonsense yet? I am. I'm having to set my alarm every week now. I wonder if the fans are uh, excited about tennis this much to where they want to listen this often. <laughs> Savannah's still on her monthly uh, podcast. Well, to be to be honest, um, we don't know when this is coming out. <laughs> Actually, we're recording on Sunday, and we had to push. We're, we're recording late this Sunday evening. Corey's working overtime. So time and a half pay. So <laughs> Thank time, you. What's again. Time zero? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. This um, is the most I've ever made for this podcast. Yeah. So call HR if you have any issues with your check. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were, we pushed it back a little bit with uh, the hopes that we'd be coming in late to discuss that exciting fifth rubber. And I don't mean... Never mind. I'm not going there. I'm not going down that road. Uh, we're talking about Davis Cup, people. Talking about Davis Cup. So uh, we were hoping that the Americans could last all the way to Sunday, and then we'd sit sit comfortably in our living rooms, watch the entire uh, five-set victory for the U.S., and uh, and then come in late and talk about it. And so what happened was... We uh, should have come in, come in yesterday. <laughs> Son of a... So first of all, Corey hates Davis Cup. I do hate Davis Cup. You can listen. You hear the passion in his voice. You know, I like the format of Davis Cup. I don't mind the you know two singles, doubles, and the reverse singles. I just wish the entire Davis Cup was over a, a set period of time. You know, put eight teams in the same venue over a you know ten day or two week period, and I just think that it would generate a little more interest that way. Well, looking at the website for Davis Cup. First of all, you have to watch a bunch of Euros and all these other foreigners celebrating because they kicked our ass. The only people that care about Davis Cup. Not that Australians are Euros, but everybody outside the U.S. is a Euro to me. Um, So the top of the webpage says Davis Cup, BNP, Paraba. Pronounce that correctly. (laughs) And then it says the World Cup of Tennis. You dirty sellouts. (laughs) They are obviously referring to the once every four year um, country um, versus country soccer ter- or football soccer tournament uh, known as the World Cup, which is mind blowing. You know, I, I hate soccer and I love watching World Cup. I'm right. engrossed in World Cup. Um, and they call themselves a World Cup of tennis. That piece of garbage. <laughs> That they call Davis Cup, they call the World Cup of Tennis. I, I, it's just like we we talked about. Uh, I can't remember when we talked about it, but you hate it, and then it comes on, and you and you get you get caught up in it because right. you know you got a bunch of Australians chanting all their dumb chants, <laughs> and and then you got you know Jim Courier. How fun is that to see him on the sideline right. looking all mad and where he can actually coach, right? And so you get all wrapped up in it, and then you see players like, wow, I haven't seen that guy in a long time. Who, right. who is that? <laughs> um, and to be fair, listen, I, I always 
like I'm not a big fan of Roddick's game. Like I didn't like his game right. style. Like right. it wasn't compelling to me. Yeah, uh, to watch. But he was an American. He still is. Uh, as far as I don't, <laughs> I don't think he retired and gave up his citizenship. No, he's a Texan now. It's different. Right. Um, the Republic of Texas. There we go. But uh, but he always showed out for Davis Cup, representing yeah. up in here, um, which I hugely appreciate. And so, you know, people, you know, a lot of people, you know, I don't know why Serena's polarizing, but she is for some reason. Right. Well, she plays Davis Cup or Fed Cup with her sister and dominate every time they play. Right. And so I always appreciate that. You know, yeah. that makes me more of a fan. So, but I think that's my my love of country overcoming my Davis Cup bias. Right. <laughs> so does that make sense? Well, and I think part of the reason I hate the Davis Cup is because the United States never wins. So maybe if they were ever in the finals of Davis Cup, it would make it a little more exciting. Right. Not like back in the day when we always were a three. Yeah. And, you know, that was uh, that well, was when it was exciting to watch. Well, for once, let me be the one not bitching about something, <laughs> and I'll try to sell you on Davis All Cup, right. and you just look at me like an idiot and keep bitching. <laughs> so country versus country. Right. That's appealing. Yeah. America. I love that. Right. USA. Um, I also think that the level of play between two players that might be pretty spread apart in terms of ranking. So you got a, a player that's a top ranked player and then a lower, you know, f- top 50 ish player. I think the fact that a lot of times those, those rankings go out the window when it's a one off event, you know, you're playing one match, um, and it's pressure. It depends on where you're playing. If you're playing at your home, it's right. it's even harder for the 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 higher rank. You know, so what I'm getting at is like Sam Query. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to beat Nick Kyrgios ever in a regular tour event, right? But you really ha- like I really had hope. Yeah, that he was going to win. Um, well, and in the first match, not to get deep in the results yet, but in the first match. Jack well, you, Sock played a number 73 in the world. And right. you would assume he would roll over that person uh, normally. Right, in a tour event. Right. But everything changed. Yeah. And what happened? Yeah, he lost. He uh, did not win. <laughs> in four sets. And I do love the three out of five set. You know, you and I kind of are a little bit at odds with that, but I do love the three out of five set. It makes it a little bit different. I like it for this. Okay. I like it for Davis Cup because, again, you're playing two singles matches a day apart. Right. So you have a Full well, I mean theoretically, you know, we had two stalwarts for doubles right. in the Bryan brothers, um, and so they didn't play singles unless it was a dead rubber. Right. And by the way, I don't know what the history of the term rubber <laughs> so, is. So tired of hearing that for a tennis match. But that's one thing that makes me want to throw my tennis racket through my TV. I do hate hearing that. It's a the fifth rubber. Um, and in our damn Australian accent there. So why did they have Australian commentators? Can't we get some commentators also? Holy well, shit. Well, it was in Australia, I guess. They I didn't know. want to well, budget for the, play, the our uh, team was there. travel. Why couldn't we take... Yeah, so... Um, Just shows you the importance of Davis Cup. They sent all the top broadcasters to right. the match. Who, I don't even know who those uh, guys were. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so... All right, so the three out of five I like right. for Davis Cup because, again, you, it's one match, one match, a day apart... And and uh, doubles in between, and it's for you know it's it's a, it's an enclosed event. It's not a tournament, right. so it's like almost like a, a football game where it's you know. So I like that. 
Um, and I do also like the format. I like the singles, reverse mm-hmm. singles, doubles. You like the coaching on the sidelines? Yeah, love it. I like that too. Love it. I mean, it definitely is reminiscent of uh, college. Right. You know, I mean, uh, it's a little tricky because it seems almost uh, a little awkward to some degree, especially here's what I kept thinking. So Leighton Hewitt, I think he was unfairly maligned right. in his playing days. I, I mean, apparently there was some comment that he made when he was playing James Blake. Yeah. And Racial, I think racially motivated, right, supposedly. But he, but he didn't say, James Blake, you're black, so you do this. Right. He said, the official's black, so he's probably giving you a line call because you're black. Right. I think, Or the chair umpire, whoever the hell it was. Yeah. So now, is that a dumbass comment to make? Yeah. It right. was a crybaby Nick Curio style right. comment, except Nick Curio's wouldn't have said because you're black. <laughs> he probably, you know, if it was white, whatever. So, yeah, it was an idiotic comment to make, but I don't think it was racially motivated right. in terms of I'm a racist. Now, yeah. he may be. I don't know. I'm not in a locker room. I'm not, yeah, we're not going to know that based on that one incident. And, you know, he's fiery. He does that dumb thing where he points at his... Uh, <laughs> the lawnmower. What, his forehead with his, his <laughs> fingertips. I don't know what the hell that means. Um, but I thought he was a character in a good way. I thought, I thought it was all positive. Right. I don't ever think he was over the top. No. You know, whatever. But nonetheless, he's very passionate, very, you know, outspoken on all that. Now he's coaching an idiot kid right. who uh, is also outspoken, but for mostly negative reasons when he's being obnoxious, and, and Nick Kyrgios. And so now you see Nick Kyrgios cha- cross over on a changeover. He's down a break, and it's like, is, is, is he going to be an asshole? Is Nick Kyrgios going to be an asshole to his coach right. when – Nick Kyrgios has done nothing in this game, really. Right. I mean, they're giving away Hall of Fame credentials for something less. But, <laughs> um, you know, and so watching that dynamic, cause, and the reason I, I had that thought is because I don't know how much they actually work with him in preparation for Davis Cup. Yeah, because he's traveling in tournaments. And, and he's got his own coach. He just played Miami, you know, last right. week. And Leighton Hute's not his coach, right. as far as I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a little bit overblown when they call. I mean, they don't call them coaches; they call them captains. But I don't think they're not going out like a college team and having to practice and doing drills together and all that. Right? They're all doing their own thing, just working on their games. So it's interesting. I, I wish they'd mic those up. Yeah. All right. So the coach, yeah. So the coaching, I like. Right. Uh, or the captaining, yeah. I like. But I and I like the bench with all the players in their country's gear and jumping up and down when their guy wins a point or right. whatever. You know, whatever. Um, I think that's such a different look than the the day in day out grind of the tour. Right. Um, so I like that. Um, I like the small draw. Right. Eight I mean, teams. Yeah, because it's kind. Of, again, I, I don't know exactly how soccer works, so I'm just going to act like I do and just make stuff up. I mean, <laughs> hopefully we just have tennis fans, so they don't know either. That's what so what's do the, on this podcast? Yeah. So what's the difference? Um, you know, because in soccer it's like sixty-four or thirty-two or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. it's sixty-four, but I think it's four groups of six or sixteen groups of four, and you got to be in the top two in your group to advance. Right. So in any event, um, it's a much smaller number. Right. And then, in the main group, they do have yeah, 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 a hundred countries in it, but it's right only but, one in the main. But group. they have to play their way up through right. to sort of try to have a chance yeah. to get in the world group. So if you lose in the first round you have to play against somebody from that lower group in your geographic region 
right. to make sure you're still better than they are, and then you stay in the world group. Or, you know, Trinidad and Tobago could beat us, and then they <laughs> take our spot. It's possible. Right. Um, so I do like that nature, which is a smaller, smaller group. Uh, theoretically, the best players play in it. Right. But lately, not. Yeah, it kind fair, of varies from year to year. To be fair to the Bryan brothers, they have retired from it. I don't think they've decided, eh, we're not going to play this year. Right. I think they, they're they done, which is fine. I mean, yeah. at some point, you got to walk away. You can't play until you're 100. Well, and I, tr- I tried to be bitter about that, and I thought, that's ridiculous. They've played so many and won so many matches. You know, how many? How can I get mad at them for... God, you, know, you really hate Davis Cup. <laughs> attacking well, once you're done dear fellow telling Americans. me how amazing it is, I'm going to tell you why it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, country versus country... The, the the format I like five sets I'm all for in this format right um the best players in the world in a different environment and for once not not that playing on the tour shouldn't be a selfish endeavor because it's it's an individual sport and you're out there for yourself right so but to sort of see them they they say the right things I don't know if they mean it but you you think they would because this is a pretty tough you know you got to just pop out of your season play a couple yeah play a couple five right. setters no big whoop yeah uh so so obviously it must mean something if they're playing in it um and so i i do think seeing the elite players best in the world i mean cuz you know oftentimes it is the top 10 15 players are all playing in it uh, if their country's good enough seeing them in a different environment where uh, they are answering, so to speak, to a team, to a country, to you know their federation. Right, and, and like you said, the pressure's different in that setting, and the pre- th- their reaction and all that stuff. It is different because it isn't just oh, well, listen, uh, you know, I made it to the, you know, the second round last year. I'm in the third round, so I'm a winner already. Right. Even if I lose, I've, right. I've just picked up points from last year. So I think that that's an added aspect, um, and I and I like seeing. The fans, it it gives me hope, maybe, is right. the right word, because this whole podcast is dedicated to why <laughs> everybody in this country thinks tennis is stupid. Right. That's what we talk, that's what we gripe about, um, and how we're going to try to change it. But you see stadiums filled, or arenas, usually indoor, like arena-sized basketball arena types, filled with fans all wearing the same colors and, and flipping their shit for tennis. Right. And so, and even in America, because no matter what, Portland, Memphis, you know, wherever yeah, Austin they had one, yeah. So wherever they do it, they they have the right size arena and it is packed, and uh, and that's exciting. Um, what I'm I'm trying to squeeze this rock <laughs> uh, for every. <laughs> what else is good about Davis Cup? Um, we have won the most in history, which is pretty amazing considering I don't think we've won it in. 15 years at least. Uh, yeah, when did we? Yeah, so... It was probably late 90s would be my guess. No, we won one um, recently, like in 07 or something With like that. With Roddick when he was still... Yeah, you're right. I think Roddick of and the Bryans. Right. <laughs> so, uh, what else? Why, why else do I like <laughs> Davis Cup? Why? Well, and, and actually, I agree with, you know, all the reasons that, that uh, you said. How about said. the strategy? The strategy, if you're the host country, you get to pick the venue, the right. site, the, the location, surface. the surface. Um, and so that means if you are Argentina, you're making the Americans play on red clay. Right. Or if you're uh, 
England, you're making them play on grass or whatever. And so I think that's an interesting um, dynamic that may make a captain say, hey, we're uh, we're sitting this guy and we're putting this guy right. in. Right. Um, yeah. So there you go. Now there's nothing you can say. There's no <laughs> way you can refute anything I said. Well, I mean, my biggest issue with it, as I referenced before, is just the schedule. Number one, I don't think anybody knows when Davis Cup is. True. Uh, and but that, that would mean that would mean you wish people knew because it's awesome. <laughs> well, I think if more people knew, there would be more of a buzz about it. People would talk about it. Right now, I feel like it's kind of a side event that nobody is really even knows about. And then secondarily, I think if it was one cohesive event, more of the top players would play. That's my other issue with it is the top players don't always play because Agreed. it's so spread out. Agreed. I mean, I want to see if it's Switzerland versus, you know, Spain. I want to see Federer at all. I want to see, you know, the top players. I want to see Warinka. I want to see everybody that could play in it. And that's going to make me more shit. And, if, you know, at the first round of this one, we had Jordan Thompson and Jack Sock. I'm not setting my <laughs> alarm for that. Uh, well, all right. So I think the fix to that problem is to live up to the dumb name that they put on their website because the world cup is right. not every year. Right. And if it was every year, I don't think it would have the same pop. I mean, in our country, soccer is not the most popular. Of right. course it has edged past tennis Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> and a lot of people play soccer, but just the watching you mean. So that's every four years. And even this country loses its mind for world cup. Right. And they know that uh, the U.S. is not going to win. <laughs> right. Ever. Women's, so, yes, but not men's. Right. You know what? Savannah's not here, <laughs> and we haven't mentioned the other cup. Right. We'll talk about the other cup after this. <laughs> It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right, what's the other cup? Oh, that's right. I'm kidding, Savannah. Please don't call. Call in if you're mad at me already. Uh, yeah, so the Fed Cup, I think all the same issues apply. I don't think there's um, – because it's the same format, the same – you know, the same, basically the same exact concept. Um, and it's not as popular, I don't think, is it? No. And that's another one of my solutions. I would like to see Fed Cup and Davis Cup integrated. So the same event, and, and keep in mind, they do this for the Olympics once every four years. Yeah. They, they block off that all that time. Holy shit. So you're take, a genius. So take that week or 10 days, whatever it is. You're a genius. And make that Davis Cup. You're a genius. Well, I've been told that many times. You're a genius. What they should, that's brilliant. That's why I'm on a podcast. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> The podcast. only tennis Probably podcast. Probably the greatest tennis podcast in the history of the world. Right. Which the upside for that is podcasting didn't exist 15 <laughs> years ago and, and anywhere before. Uh, that is genius. Now, would you want the score? Would you want the men's and women's events? Connected? No, absolutely not. <laughs> well, for they America's a, sake, that would probably help. Yeah, no kidding. But 
I was just curious what your stance was. They have there. the Hotman Cup that does that kind of. Situation. Yeah, and that's mixed doubles too, which is yeah, a whole whatever. Other, a whole other situation. No, but uh, that's actually brilliant. So I think if we if we were able to uh, make it once every four years, right? How about one? Let's just start even with two once, years. Yeah, let's just start with once every the, two. The odd numbered years, and then you got the Olympics in the fourth year. There you go. You got one year for whatever you want to do. Doubles our doubles exhibition from a few weeks back. All right, so let's do that then. Every two years, I can deal with that. So what? All right, so if we did that, and then the other thing we I think we should do is push it to that dead period. Right. The whole thing. Yeah. Right. And right now, I think just the finals is, but by then, you know, nobody's in it. Nobody's left. There's only two countries left. You're not part of those two countries. You probably don't care that much. No, no. Why couldn't you run the whole thing? No, I'm saying they should. Right oh. now, it's just the finals. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, I see what you're saying. So I'm there'll sure. be eight countries going instead of just two. Or maybe just the last eight. Right. So you yeah, may, just maybe, the final eight. maybe before everything starts, like maybe, I don't know when you do it, maybe now. Right. Do the qualifying or whatever. Or just that that the first round. Oh, know, I see. Round of sixteen. Yeah, and then you get down to the final eight, and you play it all in one place. The right. whole thing is played on somewhere on yeah. whatever surface. Whoever won last year's there gets you to go. host it. There you go. They choose the surface. Now right. the same country might win it <laughs> ten years in a row if we do that. But um, yeah, maybe. But I mean, I, I mean, the bottom line is it's the same, not company, but it's whatever. It's same. It's being. It's run by the same group. Right. So it's, Eugene, we're changing tennis. <laughs> but I just, that is my deal. I want people to be able to watch it and keep up with it. And then it just builds the buzz. Most of the people I talked to this week about Davis Cup, they're like, Davis Cup, is it on? I didn't know. They they think this is a dead time in tennis and it kind of is, which I guess is why they have Davis Cup. Yeah. But I don't think, you know, you would have gotten, you know, those big players to play. And we saw that even in the, uh, the way the American match turned out that Jack Sock didn't play the final day. Right. Because he played a lot of tennis in Anywell, a lot of tennis Miami, two long matches in Davis Cup. He's, he was done by Sunday. Well, we lost anyway, so I don't know. Was he right. scheduled? No, to he play? was supposed to be the yeah. fourth. And, he was supposed to be the yeah, fourth. Yeah, and they dropped him for query. And it was supposed to be Sock and Kyrgios, which in my mind, Sock is the only person that had a chance to beat Kyrgios. On our team. Right. Right. And they dropped him, and query lost, and it was over. So it was interesting, and I was going to ask you, what was your... Did they play the dead rubber? I didn't yeah, Isner played. Probably his first Davis Cup win. Um, but no, did... What was your That's prediction going into that match, is not, what I was going to ask you. It's not nice. <laughs> Our countrymen. That's right. Um, Such an exciting player. What, the Query curios match? Just overall, U.S. versus Australia. Oh. Because um, that was a pretty even matchup, I, well, I thought. I thought we had a shot for sure. Right. I thought we had a shot for sure because you have basically one star player, right, with Kyrgios. One, st- I guess. I mean, he's they're ranked right next to each other, right. So, I mean, I, I was going to give Kyrgios two wins out of the gate, right. But in my mind, we had we were the favorites in the other three, right. So, Jack Sox other singles, right. and then the doubles, right. Which which we won in five, and then Sock lost his first singles match, which was, in my mind, the deciding to, match. Right. To nobody. Right. I mean, not to nobody. I mean, the young fellow. And so that was the one that we had to win. And then it would have come down to, uh, I guess, Query again, or Isner, or Isner. Against, against Jordan Thompson, who's number 73 in the world. Right. Um, so I would have liked our chances if that was the match we needed to win, to win the, the overall tie, as they say. Another right. term we love. Yeah, I don't like that term either, but rubber is worse. Because why are they tied? They're not really tied. Right. 
<laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, what a disaster. But yeah, so if they can integrate Fed Cup and Davis Cup once every four well, years. Well, do you want them to score together? You know, I don't know. I think that would make it interesting. But then what do you do if it's tied 5-5? Then you got to have some crazy right. tie break or you got to change the whole format. So I'd probably be happy leaving it as is. Yeah, I don't mind having them separate, but right. it's, you know. But they could be the same time. Then you go back and forth. U.S. is out of Davis Cup. They're still in Fed Cup. I still have a reason to watch. Yeah, but then the, the two tours are separate. The right. schedules are different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a disaster. That's why you just have to have the whole thing but and again, not score together. They get it all for the they get all together for the Olympics. So if they can get the men and women to play that week, which is once every four years, keep it the same week, which is once every right. four years. So, but yeah, so USA is out again, and uh, we have to watch these other countries now well, battle it out. We made it through the first round, so we don't right. have to go back and play, um, you know, Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> to, uh, to, to we need to build our confidence against a smaller uh, country. I mean, how about, yeah, I don't know. That'd be, see, for me, but I, nobody's going to care, but I think it would be cool if they made more of a point of showing those kind of matches, all those, you know, the yeah. the lower groups right. watching these players right. battle for their country, and they really are the best players in their country. Yeah. They they don't have any other players to put up, so <laughs> the only guy, you know. Like, that, I'm going to transfer to Zimbabwe and be the Davis Cup player uh, for them next year. Do they not have anybody? <laughs> I have no idea. But like, I think you need a small. Ironically, country. you said that I played a guy in my league that was played Davis Cup for Zambia, and of wow. course we're telling that to everybody. Oh man, we just played a Davis Cup player. Well, he was probably the only you know tennis player in Zambia, but he played you know several several Davis Cup matches and won some. And so I mean, it gets to a pretty crazy level how many teams are competing and and how many different groups there are. Well, let's let's just. Let's find a country that you, <laughs> that you could play for, all right? So I've got to learn the language well, first. Le, well, not necessarily. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because I think it's a lot like World Cup where, like, if you got at least a grandma that's from the country. <laughs> right. Like, oh, is that right? Not, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's – it's not residency because you could live anywhere. Right. I, I really think it's uh, it, it, it's strange. So I, I, I don't know what the rules well, are. Well, there are guys in tennis that switch countries all the time. In I don't Davis even Cup? know. Really? And just in general, like, there were guys that used to play for Russia and now they play for U.S. or whatever. I don't think they – I don't think they had to be born there necessarily or have any relatives even. I think it's just what country you want to represent. I mean, what country wouldn't want to have me on their team? Well, I'm looking. I'm just trying to find a <laughs> small enough country. Liechtenstein, I think, is looking for a player. Antigua and Barbuda. <laughs> there you I go. Even, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, you probably just cussed. Possibly. Their next tie, June 2017. I'm free. Um, They're going to play... Oh, they got to play Uruguay. Yeah, see, that sounds a little intimidating. A little bit. On clay, probably. I can't find any of their, <laughs> I can't find any of their players. <laughs> Son of Shocking. They don't have a roster online for Antigua. All right, let's see. We got uh, Cuba. Are they allowed to play tennis in Cuba? <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing a uh, tie in Cuba. Yeah, you might not get out of there. Uh, let's see. We're doing the remote podcast. Commute, yeah, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't move too far. Um, Cuba will compete in America's Zone Group Three for a fifth straight year. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I don't think they're any good. <laughs> yeah, I think Group Three is too good for me. They like Group Ten, Twenty-Seven, <laughs> Group Twenty-Seven, playing for Antarctica, blocks, <laughs> playing, 
playing the blocks between Preston and <laughs> <laughs> that's your group, right? The neighborhood, <laughs> the North Dallas Davis Cup team. I think I'd still be struggling to make the roster. Yeah, we need a smaller. The year first played Cuba, nineteen twenty-four. There you go. Yeah, I. This is riveting, <laughs> riveting radio. Finding a country, finding a Corey to play shitty for enough country Davis for Cup. you to play in. Let me go to Oceania. There we go. Oh, here we go. Iraq. Um, this is Asia, Oceania. You can play for Iraq? Yeah. Are there any players from Iraq? All right, so you hate Davis Cup. I don't think you hate it as much as you act like you do. No, I mean, I obviously I love any form of tennis, so hate is a strong word, but, but I just think it could be so much better, and I think that's one thing you and I agree on. We hate when something that could be so great isn't great. Isn't. And that's... And, and hurts are... I mean, I think it would help... I mean, I, I guarantee you that every year, uh, what, what, 20, was 2016? When was the last World Cup? Yeah, 2016, right? right? No, that was Olympics. Maybe it was so 2014. 2014. You so can tell we're not soccer fans. Yeah, we're not. So that means 2018. Uh, yeah, it's in Russia. Right. That ought to go well. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I guarantee in the U.S., every time at least when we qualify which i don't i don't know if we haven't in a while we just never do anything right um we make it out of the group stage sometimes i guess yeah. i don't know yeah we made it to the final 16 if it wasn't the last world cup it was one before that yeah so uh but i i remember i remember watching us play against somebody you know, that's hel- <laughs> that's helpful and uh Landon Donovan Right. See, I don't like soccer. Oh, look at this. I do like soccer. Let me c- confess. Um, but Landon Donovan uh, scored in extra time. Okay. Like last minute. Right, like, which is obviously dramatic. That's almost, you know, like a, a jump shot. You you release it, and then the buzzer goes. Right. Uh, that's the soccer equivalent. And, uh, I mean, I'm r- and we won, and I'm running around my living room <laughs> and yelling. I was by myself. And I'm like, <laughs> My dog was freaking out. Now we're hearing why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> running around like an idiot. Again, it's my country. Right. And I don't like, I hate soccer. It's my enemy <laughs> right. as a tennis fan. Um, but I guarantee you across the country, more kids sign up for oh, know, yeah. soccer teams and more, you know, all this other stuff uh, that would benefit soccer. I'm sure it happens. Well, it, I think it's a stereotype of Americans, whether it's, you know, accurate or positive or negative, that we are extremely patriotic. So I think anytime you add in USA versus someone, right. there's a higher level of interest. Ping pong. But people just have to know about International it. International ping pong tournament coming up <laughs> right. USA. Let's go. Yeah, and people would tune into that more than they would a regular ping pong tournament. Maybe it's five more people, but still. You're going to get more people when it's country versus country, as you said. Right. But they have to know about it to be able to get interested in it. Yeah. So Fed Cup, Davis Cup. Am I wrong? I just don't care about Fed Cup. Well, you don't care about women's tennis. I don't, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. You know what? It's funny. It's Savannah's fault. I thought you were going to say something so much worse. Oh, was your justification. No, <laughs> no. Short skirts. No. <laughs> um, no, if Savannah was here, she would have reminded me, um, that I'm not talking about enough about women's tennis, right. but, but we got off on a tangent a couple, whenever back about, uh, some tournament with men. I can't right. remember what we were talking Indian about. Wells, Miami. Miami or Indian, what, one or the other. And we, I forgot all about talking about being stand, you know, standing corrected or whatever that phrase is, uh, because I was watching Wozniacki play, right? And it reminded me of 
back in the day when the Williams William sisters were youngsters, um, you know, just probably first couple years of playing a full season. Right, which is almost 20 years now, Good crazily Lord. enough. And, and Martina Hingis was one in the world and right. having to deal with some power players and all that. And so I'm watching Wozniacki, and that was reminiscent of that. And I got really hyped up about the match, watching her try to, you know, fend off somebody that hits big. It was one of those uh, Ova sisters. The right. Two, what's their names again? Pliskova? Uh, oh, Pliskova. Yeah. Cur- recently, you mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, you know, she, big old forehand and all that kind of stuff. And, and Wozniacki's redirecting and, right. and scrambling all over the court and doing all kinds of different stuff. And, uh, and it's fun watching two different game styles, no matter whether it's men or women. So right. I wouldn't say I'm a men's tennis fan or a women's tennis fan. I'm just a good tennis fan. Yeah. Like I like good tennis and I think contrast and styles always, I mean, that's pretty, you know, I mean, everybody knows that, but that's what drew me in was right. that contrast and styles. And I, I think women's tennis might be suffering a little bit from what men's tennis suffered from in the nineties where it's a lot more bang, bang. Right. And, um, and now the men's has, progressed to the point where physically they're keeping up with the bang bang right now. more so, defensive play right so they're able to but, but anyway so that's savannah's fault for not <laughs> for not being here uh anytime we don't discuss women's tennis properly well and it's funny you say that because i've always told people women's tennis to me is more interesting to watch because it's more relatable to me and i don't say that being sexist or anything but i can't relate to 140 mile serve being hit on the line you know and winning the point that's not something I'm going to be able to do. Yeah, but you can't re- relate to clean strokes either. So, um, where, where ever, exactly? Ever hitting the strings right. or. Where exactly? Where exactly the similarity to I like to think tennis? I have the potential to be a. Nobody wants to watch you play either. Is that what? Yeah, exactly. Same. So that's how I can relate. Stop it. <laughs> but no, I just feel like they're actually rallying, which is what my game is happening in my game. Right. I'm not having right. two, three shot rallies and just blasting a ball they, my opponent can't get. Right. I would love to be able to do that, but I can't. So a women's match to me is more realistic. I can sort of watch, hey, she hit that deep to the backhand, she came to the net. Right. You know, she hit it short, you know, whatever, something like that, whereas Nadal hits a forehand with 5,000 RPMs, I can't relate to that. I'm not going to win a point that way. Right. Right. Yeah, and trying to do what they do versus trying to do... Well, so what you're saying is the women are not as physically gifted as men <laughs> and yeah, neither I, are you. Right. Yeah, okay. exactly. I'm not as, as uh, amazing as a male pro tennis player or a female player probably, but no, that's true. closer. Right. <laughs> we won't be doing any fitness test comparisons to women's <laughs> tennis. I agree. Um, no, that's interesting. I, we do need to do a better job, at least me anyway. I'm the one that yaps the most and, and forgets to let you guys talk, but I think we definitely need to, uh, to, discuss women's tennis more and not because of pc horseshit right uh we need to discuss it because it's a whole nother realm of tennis for one reason like you just mentioned it's it the game is different right in regards to they are you know kind of uh there's a better chance that there's varying game styles i think right i mean you do have some girls that are bomb 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 um and then just because of physical limitations somebody who's top five in the world that maybe be under five two, right? And she can still compete and and yeah. do all those things because, you know, it's not so physically uh, imposing to play against some of them. I don't know. <laughs> I just make this stuff up. As I <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, we don't hate women or women's tennis. No, and we did not, uh, except for Savannah. Yes. What we hate that she's not here. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> well, I'm hoping she's back next week. <laughs> 
So everybody um, tune in, download just for that possibility. Now listen, that's true. But also um, listen for this possibility. We, we talked about it last week. Uh, we're going to talk about it this week. Um, Acing Autism is a program that uh, uh, has a new chapter in Dallas. And uh, it's um, um, talked about by it, one of its co-founders, uh, a woman and her son co-founded it. Um, Adrian Bransky, and uh, it is going to come out Tuesday. So if you're listening to this podcast, but you didn't think that two were downloaded on the same Tuesday, you were mistaken. Go back and double check uh, that episode as well. There's a lot less bad words, <laughs> mainly because she's talking the most about her program. Uh, and uh, and it is a great program uh, for a good cause. And so uh, uh, she's going to get some information out about it. So if you just kind of saw this download and didn't realize two got downloaded Tuesday, uh, go back and double check that one. If you saw that one first and didn't realize this one got downloaded, hey, you may not ever find us and we apologize <laughs> for that. Uh, but hey, you didn't miss anything because Savannah's not here. So uh, so hopefully next week Savannah will be back. Corey, you'll be back, right? Always. Fantastic. All right. Anything else besides... Uh, Fixing Davis Cup. We locked that up. We did that. It only took a half hour. Perfect. A little bit. I think we went a little over. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us uh, on the Tennis Revolution podcast again. You know where to find us. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your uh, family members. Tell your your enemies. Why not? <laughs> if you don't like it, tell them. Make them suffer. Right. A little. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.